0: The University of Mary, we believe, as did St. John Paul II, that truth is known through both faith and reason. Human reason seeks the truth, but ultimate truth about life cannot be found by reason alone. In today's challenging higher education scene, the University of Mary is flourishing because our mission is to help students live fully in this way not just existing but really living we offer education for the whole of life and that's the difference discover
1: the mary difference at come to mary.com that's come to mary.com this is father brian quiava of the diocese of crookston one of my favorite things in the entire world is spending time in adoration of the blessed sacrament you know jesus gives himself to us in his body and his blood in the holy eucharist and it's such a gift for him to be like living in our midst in a very special and unique way he's with us in the holy eucharist where he gives us his body and his blood not only for us to consume and at holy mass and holy communion but also so that we can go to him periodically throughout the day periodically throughout the week throughout the months uh, whatever it is to spend time with him just to simply adore him to offer our prayers to him, to offer our suffering, to talk to him about our joys and and our struggles, to just simply be with him. So I just really want to encourage you to, to find a church where the blessed sacrament is found and to spend some time there just to adore Jesus and simply be with him and to rest with him in silence.
3: Hi, this is Brett Beiler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio. Did you know the signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming? Have you ever thought about running radio spots on the RPR network? We want to partner with you to help gain exposure for your business in front of a very faithful customer base. To find out more about your options, please call me, Brett Beiler, at 605-670-8333.
4: engaging and local that's real presence live on the real presence radio network welcome back everyone As we start Hour 2 of
0: Real Presence Live, Father James Gross and Father Jason Leffer, priests from the Diocese of Fargo. Privileged to be joining you today. We have a great hour of guests coming up. And uh, before we start that, I want to just give a sort of public service announcement. Uh, Easter is one of the lengthier seasons outside of ordinary time with uh, seven full weeks and, you know, 50 days. We are getting toward the last part of the season of Easter, but that doesn't mean that we should be uh, losing steam because we've got some great feasts and Solemnities coming up Uh, Ascension is not celebrated in this diocese on a Thursday but is on a Sunday so a week from this coming Sunday and then Pentecost is following that we have some Solemnities during Ordinary Time which follow that Trinity Sunday the following Sunday and then I believe it's the 23rd of June uh, the Solemnity of Corpus Christi and then the Friday after Corpus Christi is the Solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus so there are a lot of uh, things that you can mark on your calendars and uh, great, uh, uh, so some great celebrations to look forward to in the church,
5: and, and that's exactly right. To, to just you know, as Christians, we're always forward-looking people. We're Alleluia people, mm-hmm. but we're also forward-looking for for the coming of the Lord. And it's so important and spiritually, and uh, even as we worship with God, to to have those things to look forward to. And I always find if you. Actually, Easter's not long enough. When when you when you go from one to the next, and you listen to the daily readings and the the voice of Christ, in yeah. all those things as you go, and the coming of the Holy Spirit, we, we have the great novena coming. Uh-huh. You know, from Ascension Thursday to right. Pentecost, and then and then the Divine Spirit coming down and anointing us leading us then into the regular life of the church
0: i've been inviting my parishioners to think of these days with chapters 14 through 17 of the gospel of john being the gospels during the uh, weekday masses and and the sundays and latter part of easter as a chance to just kind of sit at the feet of the master and not take account of any you know pressures or rushes but just to kind of rest with him and and absorb what he has to say you
5: know and what's the What's so beautiful about that, Father Gross, is is this, like, we first hear those chapters under the anxiety of him going off to be crucified. Right. And now the Lord brings us back, and he says, Now sit here with no anxiety, knowing that I've risen from the dead. Hear them again mm-hmm. from this perspective of yeah. the resurrection, power over Satan, over evil, over death, over disease, right. over illness. Right. And Remove from that news. distress of Holy Thursday night. Hear the good news and be... resurrected Christians
0: amen to that so you can see how excited we are about this and it's a good reason for you to be excited about these times as well and uh, let's dive into our uh, next uh, uh, topic of discussion as we have joining with us uh, Carolyn Siebels Uh, welcome to uh, Real Presence Live
6: thanks thanks for having me
0: we're grateful for you giving us some time to visit with us can you give us a little background about yourself
6: Okay. Um, I grew up in a family of nine children. Uh, my parents and our family lived south of Wolverton on a farm. And my dad was, he had dairy cattle and hogs and did um, grain farming, uh, wheat, barley, oats, corn, soybeans, did a lot of hay baling for the cattle. And so um, that's where I grew up. And um, I went to high school in Breckenridge, Minnesota, graduated from Breckenridge, and then went well, on to... You were to, a cowgirl.
7: Um,
6: <laughs> I really was, and I loved it. I would rather go outside and help my father do chores outside than to work in the house.
0: <laughs> well, yes, literally and figuratively as a Breckenridge High School alum, right? Uh, that's Cowboys, right. that's their, uh, their team name, yes. <laughs> yep, yep. I'm sorry, I had had <laughs> I just had to interject there. Please continue. <laughs> that's perfect.
6: Yes, but like I said, I would so, rather be doing work with my dad outside than working in the house.
5: So Carolyn, we talk about vocation. Literally, we just we had a Good Shepherd Sunday here uh, just a short time ago, and vocation literally means it comes from the word voice, to call, the calling. And we, we think of vocation as life as how God calls us. And it, it says here that your, your, your vocation or maybe your, your secondary vocation was nursing. Can can you let us know how did that vocation of nursing, specifically maternity nursing, come about?
6: Well, I guess when you're in a larger family, you kind of have to help everybody, and I was the second oldest of the children, and so you've changed your share of diapers. I did. I did. (laughs) I learned early. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Anyway, and so you know, I just I was just kind of in a caring mode, and it just kind of carried over. And I was interested in medical field. and I guess probably one thing that kind of helped me is my, my brother had an accident one day and got a huge cut on his forehead, and, and I was the one that had to go with him, went to clinic, and the doctor was suturing it, and he's like, he kept looking at me, like, are you okay? Are you okay? Because I was watching everything he was doing. and I'm like, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine, and he showed me all the layers that he was putting back together, and, and that really interested me in, like, the medical field and, and kind of what I wanted to do for the
5: future. So you're one of those who blood does not cause you to go queasy, but you're like, cool, let me see more.
6: <laughs> I know, it really was, yes. <laughs> and then in, in nursing training, when I watched my first surgery, I was like shocked and amazed that there wasn't more blood coming out. It was like, oh my gosh, this is like you can do surgery, and yes, there's are small little bleeders, but they just cauterize them as they go, and there's not mm. a whole lot of bleeding there. So,
0: so tell yeah, us, uh, Carolyn, if... Yeah, uh, tell us, Carolyn, if you would, about uh, where you have been able to uh, work and and in what capacity in your nursing career.
6: So I went to um, Wapaton High school, or Wahpeton State School of Science for my nursing degree. I'm an LPN. So when I graduated from high school in June, I went. I had like a few days off, and then I went directly to school in Wapaton for nursing. Um, and then I graduated from there in July of 1969. And again I wanted I and I was able to observe many, many surgeries as I was a nurse and I watched deliveries and kind of both of those areas were of interest to me and and yet when I applied for my first job I was able to land a job at St. Ansgar Hospital in their OB department. So that's kinda and north why side I got of Moorhead, right? Yeah, and it's not in existence mm-hmm. anymore. It was um, it is now the Clay County Law Enforcement Offices.
0: Mm-hmm. And so uh, I where, where with, else, I'm sorry, go ahead. Where else have you been since then?
6: Okay, so I worked there for 18 years. And then um, the Franciscan Sisters, who owned the hospital, purchased St. John's Hospital. And so um, they were going to have the OB unit at the St. John's Hospital. So I transferred to there and worked there um, until, um, let's see, it must have been about 19. 19- 1994, and then it then St. John's Hospital was bought out and became Heartland Hospital, and then right. in 1995, then the Heartland Groupings bought the Dakota Hospital, so again, I went there and was able to work on their OB unit, and then in 2003, then it was the Dakota Merit Care merger, mm-hmm. and then in 2010, then Sanford bought out Merit Care, so I've kind of been all of these hospitals in yep. mergers, buyouts, and those type of things. So I in the Fargo people, like, Moorhead kinda, area,
0: principally. They've
6: all, yes, they've all been in the Fargo Moorhead
5: area. Yes. Okay. So, so Carolyn, for a lot of us, maybe the most we know about nursing in hospitals that we see from soap operas on TV and all the kind of political stuff and stuff that goes on. But you know, as you as you tell this history, how does it affect you? as a nurse and personally, the, that business side of it, where, you know, there's this turnover, this corporate turnover, and, and I'm sure as those mergers happen and stuff, there's different philosophies that come in and so forth. So how, just from a faith perspective, how does that affect you personally and, and your job as a maternity nurse?
6: Well, you know, you either have to go with the flow or you have to go somewhere else and work. It's kind of it's kind of what happens. And, you know, when, you, when they're gonna merge, um, it's like starting a new job. And, you know, you have new managers, you have new coworkers, you have new physicians that you deal with, but you just learn new things and new ways of doing things, and basically the patient care is the same.
0: Exactly, because it's the same sort of clientele that you're working with. Well, for those right. who are just uh, t- tuning in here for Real Presence Live, we are speaking. We are speaking with, excuse me, Carolyn Siebel's, uh, and and she is talking about uh, her background and the ways in which she's been able to witness to her love for Christ in caring for the littlest among us. Uh, whatever you do, whatsoever you do for the least of our my brothers and sisters, you do for me. I keep thinking of that phrase from Christ in chapter twenty-five of. Matthew. Matthew's Gospel. So, um, I'm sure you've spent uh, uh, quite a bit of your time um, with uh, premature little ones or in, in NICU units and, and things like that. Uh, um, can you describe what you know what that uh, experience has been like for you?
6: Well, overall, and um, in working in a maternity ward, we have everybody says, "Oh, that's the best place to work," and it really truly is. Most of our days are happy days, and yet we have days that are sad. We have babies that come away early, like 24, 25 weeks, that know, and we know that they'll have to be in NICU for probably three months or longer. Um, Some of these are really tiny. Uh, The smallest that I've worked with was like one pound, three ounces at birth.
0: Wow, that hardly even seems possible. Yeah.
6: I know, I know. And yet, (laughs) They, you know, with the modern technology and with a lot of prayers and a lot of work with them, you know, some of them survive, some of them have difficulties, but
2: Mm
6: -hmm. it's really a challenge and it's a blessing. It's so wonderful to see what has taken place in the medical field that we can keep these babies alive and our normal children in the future.
0: I bet you've also seen a lot of development, not only with um, uh, procedures on newborns, but even, you know, prenatal things, some of the surgical things that can be done. Uh, Just give us a snapshot of how that has developed since you first got into that field and and the ways in which medical science really is able to help these little ones that we hadn't been able to do so before.
6: Well, they have have ultrasounds to see... um how babies are developing, how they're growing, how many babies might be in there. And um, with, with some of them, they, they will detect um, things with babies that sometimes can be done, uh, Surgery can be done prior to delivery. We can do blood transfusions prior to delivery if baby needs a blood transfusion. So um, these can be done while baby is in utero.
0: Mm-hmm. And I was also interested about how, in the midst of being in that work uh, continuously, um, certainly uh, you, you came in with a with, with a reverence and a respect for the sanctity of the gift of human life. But how has that developed personally for you, as you're able to see in a scientific way uh, the wonders of God's handiwork with uh, these little ones and His creation?
6: Well, it's a life as soon as it begins. When the egg and the sperm unite, it's a life. It's a child. And it just is a matter of time that it needs to grow and develop. So um, that is kind of like the most basic thing that you have to think about. Um, And it's, it's such a blessing to be able to work with these families
0: right because it's a very um, impactful time there's a lot of anxiety and and uh, you really have the chance to be a, a primary source of um, uh, comfort and reassurance for them uh, it, it can be so vulnerable I'm sure for these parents and uh, grandparents
5: when uh, their, their little ones are, are, uh, are ill Carolyn, so kind of, I mean, you're more at the, the senior time of your life than the the younger time. What if, if there's anything, somebody who's just entering into the nursing field right now, if there's anything you could hand on to them or, you know, tell them from your value of 50 years experience, what, what would you want to communicate to them?
6: Well, um, find out as much as you can, you know, be as active as you can in learning new things, learning new techniques. Because it will just continue to develop as medical fields develop, as new technology develops. We are always learning more and more and um, how we can better care for our patients and their families.
0: Very good. Well said. Thank you so much, Carolyn, for your time today and for um, uh, witnessing to the, the beauty of the gift of life in your nursing career, and all the best to you in the future. Thank you. We uh, need to always remember, Father, the, the great blessings that are, that are available and just uh, how you know, science is opening up to us even more understanding and frontiers about uh, the gift of human life. I kept thinking, you know, Nurse
5: Carolyn, could have, she could have delivered you and I exactly we're we're the age that she has for experience yes
0: yes indeed well up next right after this break it's time to take the 10 minute tour around our area with local events also is there such a thing as too much exercise we're going to talk to a very familiar voice and face uh, in uh, catholic uh, evangelization in our area father mike schmitz more about that and other topics later on in the show please stay with us
4: This is Real Presence Live, local, engaging, live on the Real
2: Presence Radio Network. I've heard people speak about the difference once they've started to listen to Catholic radio. Mm -hmm. And it's that presence of, of a positive voice and really a voice that speaks the truth that comes from God throughout your day. It really does make a difference. You know, sometimes you don't know how much you need it until you happen to turn on the radio and hear just the thing that that's for you, you know, the message that, that God has for you that day. And so I think I would say that not just a difference in, in individuals, but even a difference in the same person from, you know, from before they listened to now or to you know, that moment when they tune in at just the right time.
8: I think it's important for all of us to step up personally. And the, the term we hear a lot is sacrificial giving, just a little bit that act of giving that support really is, is our participation in the Body of Christ and, and uh, things like uh, Real Presence Radio are, are what keep the, the life and the connection to the Gospel within our daily lives and that's so important.
9: Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck.
8: to your visit to the Mustard Sea Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls.
7: People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-477. 2425 or
4: online at abbusiness.com. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you local hosts and guests from across the region. Now back to the show.
0: Welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Live. Father Jason Leffer and Father James Gross joining you today from Grand Forks as we uh, continue to look at some of the great events that are happening throughout the area. So, why don't we hop on into the minivan and take it for a spin? We have the 10-minute tour of uh, events that are happening throughout our listening area. And uh, without any further ado, let's go ahead and turn things over to our first guest, Sister Christina, who is from the Franciscan Sisters of Dillingen and here in Grand Forks. Welcome, Sister, to Real Presence Live.
10: Thanks so much for having me.
0: So tell us about what's happening at St. Anne's Guest Home.
10: Well, in a couple of weeks on June 9th, which is a Sunday, we're having our annual pie and cake ice cream social. And that's from 1:30 to 3:30 in the afternoon. It's a annual tradition that brings people together to socialize and enjoy some great desserts in support of our activity program here at St. Anne. Right, will um, you
5: do Will you do anything special for the Holy Spirit since it's the Feast of Pentecost?
10: We will hopefully have mass here. Um, other than the normal Sunday mass, there's nothing special planned for Pentecost itself. Um, <laughs> So on 1.30,
0: 130 to 3.30 yeah. p.m. is uh, the time frame for that. And St. Anne's Guest Home is located at 524 North 17th Street. Um, about how many residents do you guys have there at St. Anne's currently, sister?
10: Uh, including both our low rent housing and our basic care units, there's about 60 people.
0: Excellent. So, you provide a wonderful service for the Grand Cities, and the uh, ice cream pie and cake social will be happening with a free will offering to be taken. 701 746 9401 is the number to call. And uh, uh, so, what kind of entertainment can, can we uh, expect to have uh, for during the social?
10: Actually, Just Us and Friends are going to be providing accordion music for the event. So, People can enjoy waltzes and polkas and old-time favorites like
0: them. That. That's right up my alley. I'm going to have to get ready to, to cut a rug up there for uh, the ice cream pie and cake social at St. Anne's Guest Home in Grand Forks. Sister Christina, thank you so much for telling us about that event. Blessings to you and your ministry.
10: Thanks so much. To you too.
0: Okay, so let's swing things down to the Diocese of Sioux Falls and the Broomtree Retreat Center near Irene, South Dakota, just to to the north of Yankton, a wonderful facility that's been developed in the last several years. Deepen your relationship with Jesus Christ at Broomtree Retreat Center by registering for a men's or women's Ignatian silent retreat this year. Every retreat is led by an experienced retreat director who will offer a series of points for prayer, inviting you to a personal encounter with Christ. For more information, visit their website, broom-tree.org. Grow closer to the Lord, live your faith more deeply, discover the peace you cannot find from the world. It's a beautiful, peaceful setting out there. And uh, during Bishop Carlson's time in in Sioux Falls, he was really uh, instrumental in developing that property. B-R-O-O-M-T-R-E-E dot O-R-G
5: And... Uh, the relic tour. Have you heard about this Father Gross? The heart of St. John Vianney will be making a stop at the Cathedral of the Holy Spirit in Bismarck on May 28th and 29th. The Shrine of Ars in France, which houses this major relic, has entrusted it to the Knights of Columbus for a nationwide tour of the United States of America. The Diocese of Bismarck and the Cathedral welcome this special opportunity to offer the veneration of a relic of this patron saint of parish priests on Tuesday evening, May 28th at 5.30 p.m. Mass will be offered by Bishop Kagan. Then veneration of the relic and confessions will follow. And it'll be there until noon on uh, the 29th. Then it's going to travel down I-29 East. I-94, Sorry, actually. I-94 East. Yep. And it's going to end up in Fargo from May 29th. The cathedral in Fargo, St. Mary's, May 29th through, through May 30th. 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on May 29th. And then also, there'll be Mass with Bishop at 7 a.m. on May 30th, Bishop Fulda. And then it, it'll be there for veneration until noon on
0: Thursday. Right. So there'll it'll be through the noontime Mass time, also in Fargo. So this is a wow moment. The parish uh, priest's uh, patron, St. John Vianney. And now, as we turn our attention to the East, let's visit with uh, Marie in the Duluth area. Welcome to Real Presence Live. Uh, we have a high school uh, programming event that's happening there. A cocktail benefit uh, sponsoring modern day apostolate m-a-t-e-r D-E-I-A-P-O-S-T-O-L-A-T-E dot org. It can kind of be difficult to understand that if it gonna goes fast as we speak about it. The moderdaleapostolate.org. Dr. Stacy Trasankos, a convert a convert to Catholicism and a nationally recognized author and speaker and educator will be the guest speaker. And I believe we have Mary, we have Marie on the line to tell us a little bit more about this event. So, Marie, welcome to Real Presence Live.
11: Hi, thank you for having me.
0: We were just talking um, about this cocktail benefit, so tell us more about it.
11: Yeah, um, well, I'm a part of a lay apostolate um, that's formed here in Duluth, modern day apostolate, and we are preparing to launch a Catholic hybrid education program for high schools, um, for high schoolers this fall. Um, to raise funds, we're putting on this cocktail benefit next Tuesday at um, the 28th at Holy Family Parish here in Duluth. Um, it'll start at 6 o'clock p.m. with a social hour. Um, there'll be cocktails and hors d'oeuvres and um, self guided tours at the Education Center. And after that, will be our guest speaker, Dr. Stacy Sissanko. She's um, a nationally recognized author, speaker, educator. Um, involved with Catholic Answers Live and Red on Fire Institute, and so um, yeah, just a just a good evening of um, you know learning more about what we put together sure. and hopefully inspire others to support. cost for um, admission to the event, but we are asking people to register if they can on our website, Um, and yeah, and hopefully people can make Excellent. it out.
0: On the day after Memorial Day, Tuesday the twenty eighth, at Holy Family Parish in Duluth. Thank you, uh, Marie, and all the best to you and your mm-hmm. ministry. Go ahead. Thank hey, you. Father Gross, yes. I,
5: I have big feet. How do you
0: feel about Bigfoot? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to talk about Bigfoot specifically, Sasquatch, who is the inspiration for the baseball team out in Spearfish in the uh, in the Black Hills. And we have, uh, do we have Max with us on the line? Welcome to Real Presence Live. Thank you. Tell us about uh, the event that's coming up with your uh, local baseball team.
12: Well, uh, this is the second year that uh, Spearfish is uh, home to the uh, expansion team, the Spearfish Sasquatch. And uh, the total organization is, is very uh, community-oriented and have made uh, available to us an opportunity to raise some funds for the St. Vincent de Paul Conference here in Spearfish that uh, serves Spearfish and is just to the north of us. And the uh, event uh, for us will be on June 28th, the Friday night, and hopefully the weather will be a little better in a month. We had 10 inches of snow yesterday. But uh, Yes, I heard
0: about uh, that. Unbelievable. Yeah,
12: <laughs> but uh, by, going on, by going online and uh, ordering tickets for the game, uh, proceeds... Uh, to the online uh, ticket sales, will go to uh, the St. Vincent de Paul conference. And it's pretty simple. Uh, you click on the link, uh, the sasquatchcom and go to events, find tickets, enter the promo code SVDP, St. Vincent de Paul, and select uh, the section and the seats and check out. And that's all there is to it.
0: That is great. Come- it's Go ahead, Max.
12: I'd just say, and then uh, come and enjoy the game. Uh, it, it's a lot of fun.
0: And uh, I, I just love that name for the local baseball team, the Spearfish Sasquatch. So the St. <laughs> Vincent de Paul Conference locally is going to be benefiting from this uh, partnership and this fundraiser on June 28th. It's Star Wars theme night, so
12: mm, watch baseball, you must.
0: <laughs> All right. So thank you very much, Max, for joining us today.
12: You bet. Thank you.
0: All right. Now, well, that wraps up today's 10-minute tour, and we feature this in every Real Presence Live program. If you have an event that you'd like for us to feature, please call Brandon at our number, 877 795 We'd be very happy to work with you and feature it so that your, prog- your programming, uh, your event can be heard on our program here, Real Presence Live. Well, coming up next... Father Mike Schmitz from Duluth on exercise and if there is such a thing as too much. And later, how we can find Jesus and those that take care of us. As Real Presence Live continues, please stay with us.
4: Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
0: At the University of Mary, we offer a world-class education that's truly affordable. 99% of our students receive scholarships, and we offer a groundbreaking year-on-campus option to earn your bachelor's degree in just 2.6 years or a
5: master's in four. That means less cost, less debt, and a tremendous boost in your lifetime earnings. For these reasons and more, we're the nation's most affordable, serious Catholic university. Discover more at ComeToMary.com. That's come ComeToMary.com.
4: You're listening to the RPR Network. Now back to more Real Presence Live. Welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Live.
0: Father Jason Leffer and Father James Gross joining you from the Diocese of Fargo, and we're going to turn our gaze toward our neighbors to the east in the Diocese of Duluth. As we have, And we're very privileged to have Father Mike Schmitz with us. Uh, welcome and uh, welcome to Real Presence
5: Live, Father. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Hey, Father Mike. This is Father Jason Leffer. Um, we know each other from from the focus days great awesome absolutely. Hey, you know we don't even need to introduce you because you're you know through all of your apostles you do and and your YouTube videos which are so awesome and the and the work you do um, with Ascension Press and all that. I thought a great way to enter into this whole topic. Could you share with our listeners now there's this famous video it's it's a vocations video of you you're out running and there's another people involved and and you you know you do voiceover and so forth but you're out running and then could could you help us understand what's it like to create um, a movie basically we could call it a movie or documentary or i mean what is that like out there running and having a I'm, i'm assuming it was a drone or something that as you're out there running and then giving this voiceover and this awesome appeal to a religious life or vocation yeah
13: no, it was great. It was, it was, uh, really fun to do, but it was, yeah, like you say, it was, I'm like, okay, so we're up at whatever time in the morning, uh, cause we got to catch the, the sun at this time and you got to do this kind of thing. And, and it was like, okay, father, you're going to be running a lot this morning. I was like, okay. So <laughs> it was like, we, okay, you need to run up that hill one more time. I'm like, okay. Well, <laughs> shoot, man, I, I personally, I like, I really like running, but I, um, really like running on like trails and, one of the reasons I like running on trails is not only because it, it breaks it up, but because no one's back there. I'm like, I don't actually <laughs> like being watched while I'm running. And here's a, a group <laughs> of people who are not only watching, but they're filming it. And I'm like, man, I bet my form. Dude, it's really funny. Um, so we're, we're our little Newman house is position. It's right across from campus and the road right in front of the, uh, the house uh, where there's a big bay window. Um, it has a bunch of runners, like all times of day, people running. And I once had a seminarian stay with me here. And uh, he was like, he was sitting at the kitchen table looking out, watching all these people running and he said, You see, that's why I'm never gonna run. I said, well, how come? He says People they run, they don't look like they should be running. They look like <laughs> and he said that would be me. And I don't hey. want people sitting where I'm sitting looking at me out there saying, That guy shouldn't be running and so Stop that's talking why I'm never about run. me
5: like that. Stop talking about <laughs> me like that. That's why I'm taking that personally. <laughs> so, okay, but in all honesty now or seriousness, I guess, what um why is exercise so important to the health of your priestly ministry?
13: Yeah. Um, good question. I, you know, I grew up with um, the, those, like, like what they might call like lifelong fitness type things as a part of our, our everyday life for my, for my family. So my, my dad has done, I don't know how many Ironman triathlons and how many marathons he's run. And, and, you know, the Biner and all these different, you know, cross country ski races. And my mom has also run multiple marathons. And so, um, the sports that we got into, we kind of did the smattering of your know, team sport, you know, baseball, football, that kind of thing. Hockey, of course, cause here we are. Um, but we really, all of our, my go siblings, and I, we all kind of go, Bullbugs, yeah, back to back. Um, we, uh, My siblings and I—we really got into those kind of lifelong sports like uh, swimming and running and triathlon and cross-country skiing, that kind of thing—at a relatively early age. It was just a normal thing for my dad to come home from work and say, "Okay, get on your bike, and we're gonna—you ride your bike with me while I run." And so, I, I kind of don't know what I would be doing if I didn't have that as a normal part of my daily practice. So if the question, you know, how do I fit that in or how important it is for my, my priestly life, I I just, it's been a part of my daily life ever since I was able to ride a bike next to my dad. Um, And I noticed that there's been times when I've been injured that I haven't been able to exercise that kind of the rest of uh, the rest of the day, the rest of the, the, you know, sense of, I don't know what the word is, um, balance is kind of off then.
5: Right. Now, where we want to go with this is kind of a strange place to go, but it's a question which, you know, I mean, it would never occur to me. The question to me would be, Father, how many donuts are too many donuts? You know, how many? <laughs> now, but the question for you is, is there such a thing as too much exercise or, or or can it get out of balance? What So what can you enlighten us about that?
13: Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I think it's like anything. Um, so one of the biggest dangers for many of us, well, all of us actually, is, we think of the Scripture is idolatry. And um, what it ultimately comes down to is I think some people, one of their battles when it comes to, say, fitness is going to be vanity, uh, that sense of, okay, I want to look a certain way, I want people to see me as a, in a certain way. But I think that there are two other more hidden um, struggles. And one okay, so the first one, obviously, the obvious most obvious being vanity, okay, um, but the other two being idolatry and identity. Um, so I remember coming across this years ago that it said that um, this person had pointed out that we rarely make idols out of bad things; that we almost always mm-hmm. take a good thing and make it into an ultimate thing, and and so that, I think that's that's the danger. Yes, there's such a thing as too many donuts. But also, I think there's so much such a thing as. As too much uh, of anything that will usurp God's place in our lives, and you know, you can find people who will make uh, watching sports an idol, and you can, I think, you can find people who will make uh, participating in sports or participating in, a- in a- anything, you know, athletic and idol as well.
5: Certainly, I think there's actual, and, and you know, there's another level to this too, Father. I mean, I, I have an athletic history too, and I know, but I mean, you know, we talk about drug addiction and things like that, and how how smart you have to be, but. I mean, there's act- this actual thing called a runner's high or an yeah. athletic high that you get, in, and and it, it's actually addictive. It can, it can, it really can. Could you, could you just talk to us about the euphoria of exercise, actually? Yeah,
13: well, it, it's something that I think is it's it's one of the um, what I would just call like intrinsic blessings of of uh, moving your body because because I mean we we've come to a, such a point in in our culture where a lot of people have uh, you know sedentary life and so we don't actually use the thing that god has given one of the things that god has given us which would be you know our body and um i would see that the yeah, runners higher that those that burst of endorphins that a person gets is almost um i've never i've never known personally anyone who has chased that in the same way that people have chased uh other kinds of uh highs um i i, I think that it's a byproduct of of like, yeah, I worked hard and now um, I'm experiencing this you know, release of hormones, but it only can be released if you are willing to put the work in versus almost any other kind of high which you can get, you can purchase really, really cheaply um, just for the case of beer or the whatever else would get you high. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that there's it's, it's, a, it's a gift. Um, I don't know of anyone who's, who's abused it, but I'm sure maybe people have
0: well, we're speaking with Father Mike Schmitz, who is a very familiar voice on Real Presence Radio, about the importance of physical activity and exercise, and keeping that balance, as we were just talking about. Uh, Father, I guess I have a practical question for you because I can only imagine, with the uh, requirements in your time and the travel and all the irons in the fire, you know, it, it can be difficult to kind of keep up a routine. What specific sorts of things have you had to do, you know, in order to remain disciplined, so that uh, you don't let a lot of time go by without you know getting your workouts in
13: yeah that's a great question because um when I was in <laughs> again high school college and even seminary I did a lot I trained a lot and in fact uh looking back I probably trained a bit too much um when I was in even in seminary I was like you know uh I've got some free time I will go for another run today or I mean there were there were some really long races that I had done I did a couple 24-hour races when I was in seminary where I just you know, ski constantly for twenty four hours, and and to, to prepare for that kind of race, you really have to put a lot of time in. I did a couple of Ironman triathlons as well, and again to take the volume of training, and then the adjustment of oh gosh, okay now I'm ordained a priest, and that kind of time does not exist unless I want to steal it from mm. the church or steal it from um, the Lord, and I don't want to do that. So uh, I, I just you know, kind of dropped down to running regularly, and I would run with our students. Um, if they ever wanted to run or run with some friends, if they wanted to run. Um, but then I got injured uh, a couple of years ago running. And uh, one of the things that was the consequence was, was it was really hard for me to be consistent uh, mm-hmm. because, you know, when you do the thing and you hurt every time, it's like, dang it. I don't know. I, uh, it's, it's really hard to be consistent. Sure. And so ultimately what I found was, about two years ago I started uh, exercising in a different way I'm sure you've heard of CrossFit um mm-hmm. there are a couple different CrossFit gyms in 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 the city of Duluth and my I, I have two sisters who do it every day uh, a brother-in-law and a brother who'd have been doing it every day since you know maybe 10 years now and uh, they're like you got to do this you got to do this I'm like I don't know it seems intense it seems intimidating I don't know how to do this and and I finally did and um the thing that helped me be consistent is something I think the church can learn from. I remember walking in one of the first days and uh, with a coach there, uh, he saw this other guy come in and he said, Alec, where you been? We missed you. And the guy was like, oh yeah, you know, I've been here and there. And I, the first thing I thought was, oh wow, like they notice if you're not here. And it, that was like, yeah. the, it was that, and ever since then, um, that first day they're like, okay, we know each other's names. Uh, everyone, like, they make a point of, of recognizing that you're here, or oh, you're someone who's consistent, you're someone who's not consistent, but it's, it's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, yeah. you're known, you're missed if you're not here. And I'm like, wow, how can we have a ministry like that where it right. really encourages people to participate because like, I, I'm consistent sometimes. Like, I want to be out of town or I'm traveling out of town. I'm like, no, I got to get back for the workout, not just because of the workout, mm-hmm. but because like, I don't want to let those people down. And uh, Mm -hmm. and there's something really, I think, positive about that. It can be, of course, um, I think, distorted and used negatively, like anything can be. Mm -hmm. But I think there's something. That's what's helped me is is the consistency because of the community.
0: Well, we appreciate the time that you spent with us today, Father Mike, and uh, all the uh, all the best to you and your ongoing ministry. Thank you, guys, too. Thank you very much. Well, coming up, we can meet Christ in the most unexpected ways, even in those that care for us. We'll be visiting with Marilyn Baker and Diane Johnson from Rochester, and they'll share about how they are being Christ to those in need. That coming up right after this break, you're listening to Real Presence Live.
4: engaging, and local. That's Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network.
3: Hi, this is Brett Beiler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio. Did you know the signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming? Have you ever thought about running radio spots on the RPR network? We want to partner with you to help gain exposure for your business in front of a very faithful customer base. To find out more about your options, please call me, Brett Beiler, at 605-670-8333.
9: France, an enchanting country known for its elegance and richness and an incredible Catholic history spanning centuries. Set out to explore this history on the Saints and Sanctuaries of Catholic France Pilgrimage, October 10th through the 20th, 2019, with Spiritual Director Father Chuck Huck. You'll have a chance to pray at St. Catherine of Labouret Church in Paris, explore the Basilica of St. Thérèse of Lisieux, spend two days in Lourdes, plus so much more. To reserve your seat, visit worldstrides.com register. Trip number 166594.
8: I remember Fulton Sheen saying that uh, he would say something like, there might be thousands or hundreds of thousands of people that claim to be anti-Catholic in the United States, but the fact is there's probably four or five of them yes. because people are anti what they think are, is Catholic. Exactly. There's a, they take it from a misunderstanding of the faith. And this is you know, is a great segue to, to help uh, support Catholic radio because you know it's EWTN radio, it's Real Presence Radio that gives us the accurate teaching of the church. There's yep. so much misinformation out there that this is one of those great medias that we have in our local area that gives us the truth, the teaching. Not what people say is the church's teaching but the real church's teaching. It's edifying to hear how real presence radio affects your lives in a very practical way and there are tens of thousands of other couples in our listening area that have their own story about how real presence radio affects them in in a very positive light and we all have stories about how real presence radio has uh, affected our lives in practical ways in theological ways and spiritual ways it's such a gift
4: you're listening to real presence live on the real presence radio network Join in the conversation on our Facebook page, and be sure to like us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show.
0: Welcome back, everyone. Father Jason Leffer and Father James Gross joining you from the Diocese of Fargo as we have one more segment to go on this uh, busy broadcast uh, episode of Real Presence Live. We are going to be visiting with a couple of ladies from the Rochester area. Marilyn Baker, welcome to Real Presence Live. And if we have Marilyn there with us.
14: You have Diane.
0: Okay. Hi, Diane. Um, we'll, we'll take whoever we can visit with. <laughs> Very funny. good.
14: I'm trying to reach it. I'm actually, uh, good morning, fathers. I'm in the Minneapolis um, uh, Arts St. Paul, oh, Minneapolis, okay. and we are, um, and I'm the founder of Caratio's. Uh, and we are coming to introduce Carazio to the archdiocese, to the diocese of Rochester and Winona. We're really excited about it. So, Fantastic. Mar- yeah. So, Mar- so uh, Mar- uh, Diane,
0: can we have you uh, just uh, give us a little bit of background about yourself and uh, the ministry that you're a part of?
14: Sure. Um, so, I am a, a nurse who retired a couple years ago, but I had most 45 plus years of bedside nursing, ICU, CCU. Uh, ER, and um, most hospital care. I I saw myself becoming burnt out after about 20 years of nursing, um, experienced that burnout with lots of trying to get myself, you know, pull up my own bootstraps, didn't work. Saw myself in the church pew again, started going to mass, uh, and re- I'm, I guess I'm a revert in a way. I never left the church, but never really understood my faith or the context of what my vocation as a nurse meant as caring for the sick. The grace of God, um, I have. A, I took a little, I uh, guess, a different path following Christ. I um, ended up with a philosophy degree in um, Catholic, stu- and Catholic Studies at St. Thomas, and then went on to pursue a master's in medical ethics um, at St. Thomas. And in that time frame, um, founded Caratio so out of my own need to answer some of what the culture is saying to us in healthcare, that patients are customers, that we need to move faster and quicker, the efficiency is the God we should worship, and so forth. Yeah. Um, ouch, ouch, ouch. Right, yeah.
0: right. And so uh, stand by just for a moment, Diane, as we'll turn back to you. I understand we have Marilyn Baker with us from Rochester. Welcome to Real Presence okay. Live.
6: Yes, thank you, Father.
0: Fantastic. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Marilyn?
6: No, well, I uh, was born and raised in Rochester. Uh, became a nurse many years ago in 1972. Have worked mostly in the hospital setting, and uh, most recently just retired from teaching in a college for nursing and uh, work a little bit in home health care. I uh, became uh, aware of Carrazio when I attended a um, end of life. Uh, educational program that was sponsored by Carassio, uh, held at our convent here in Rochester at Assisi Heights, and just found that this was something I felt all healthcare providers who are Catholic um, could gain so much support in
10: their prayer life through Carassio.
5: you were listening so to Real...
10: to have it. Go ahead.
5: <laughs> You're listening to Real Presence Live. We thank everybody for tuning in today, and we are we are with Marilyn Baker from uh, Rochester, uh, a nurse, and also Diane Johnson from the Archdiocese of Saint Paul, Minneapolis, and we are speaking about this um, this new possibility of Caratio. So, so Diane, how do you get connected with Marilyn to bring this program to Rochester area?
14: You know how the Holy Spirit works. <laughs> uh, it wasn't a straight path. I think. Our president, Teresa, was introducing, um, at she, so Marilyn's talking about a film that we uh, helped co-sponsor called Fatal Flaws on uh, opposition to um, physician-assisted suicide, and at the end of that film, Teresa did a brief introduction of Croatio and um, she uh, in, in, and she and Marilyn had a conversation. I should introduce the word, what the word Croatio means, because it's a little foreign to most of us. It's Latin, um, and it uh, means healing. So specifically for us Catholics who who know um, and uh, understand the Mass, at the time of, uh, right after the consecration, when we say, Lord, I am not worthy, but only say the word, and I shall be healed, that's the word that came to me many, many years ago, and that's the word that I thought we needed to... um, west. that Christ, it was Christ healing, it's not Diane's, it's not Marilyn's, it's not Dr. Coop. it's not, it's Christ through us if we have a relationship and the graces of the sacraments to carry on His work. So, uh, so that's why it's a postulate, it's not a group, it's not an organization. Um, we are doing what we can in our humble way to continue to provide an oasis for Catholics to stay in health care.
5: So, so Diane, we're because um, we only have a few minutes here and this is so rich, um, can you give to us kind of in a nutshell the principles of Carazio and, and, and your hope and your dream behind this, this beautiful apostolate?
14: Um, we hope that members of Carazio will be striving valiantly with cur- <laughs> courage to uh, strive for holiness because it's only going to be the witness of us in healthcare that would really be an example and a witness of Christ's love. That's the true news, evangelization. And this all of Crossfield is in response to Saint John Paul II's invitation to us. Um, we are not, you know, huge numbers. We're one by one, but I know for a matter of fact that it's the one nurse behind the curtain who witnesses to the family and to that patient that the other nurse on the other side of the curtain in a room uh, becomes like, well, this is truth, this is authentic, that's real love. And so what we do in Cross Hills, you know, we come frequently together for Mass, we have adoration, we have a half-day annual retreat, we have a full weekend retreat, which Monsignor Shea is coming up this November at Christ the King, and he beautifully is going to talk about Mary um, in that poem. I think it's been about... Uh, Mary, the air we breathe. So um, I'm looking for, if people want to find more about that, they can go onto our website, which is Caratio Apostolate. But I'm really excited about what Marilyn is spearheading down at the St. James Coffee Shop. Mm-hmm. We're calling it Caratio Latte. It's June 6th, um, and there are our uh, chaplain, Father Marcus Millis, who is a chaplain at Hennepin County, will be celebrating Mass, and then we'll have time for... Um, Lattes and coffee and conversation um, after mass to just introduce Carazio to other healthcare professionals in that area. We're really excited. We probably have two caravans of folks coming down. <laughs> to- Excellent. And yeah.
0: In just the uh, minute or two that we have left here, uh, Marilyn, can you just share with us uh, you know, how important this is to you to be able to host uh, this event coming up in a couple of weeks at St. James Coffee Shop there in Rochester and what you're looking forward to? Marilyn, are you still with us? Well, we're going to need to hand off to Diane, I guess. As, okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Um, With regard to this, uh, Carazzo Latte, you mentioned that there's mass at 6.30 p.m., and then um, coffee and conversation uh, with uh, both you, Diane, and uh, the President, Teresa, uh, immediately afterwards.
14: And Father Millis will be there. And they're going to be, I don't know, I, I heard people talking about, we don't really know the actual commute time from the cities to... Rochester, so we're all going to probably leave about two in the afternoon, which is probably way too early. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you have, come, if you come our way, please we'll, we'll pray for you because construction up here is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, we're going to be down there for mass. Will be at six thirty, and just a chance to to meet um, other people in healthcare. And just to clarify, it is not just for nurses. This is we have physicians. Uh, physical therapists, occupational therapists, people in all walks of healthcare um, who uh, need the you know—the strength of the sacraments and need each other. Um, the support right. that we gain from each other is incredible. Just this morning, I read that we were so excited because of the con- HHS or the it passed a law to protect our conscience. And now I learned that our own state, Minnesota, is suing HHS on on that. So we need strength in numbers and prayer. The the, the
0: need is always present The effort must continue to go And and, uh, we look forward to uh, St. James Coffee Shop hosting that event As they host uh, occasional broadcasts Of Real Presence Live uh, A great partner of ours In the northwestern part of Rochester So Marilyn and Diane Thank you very much for being with us today And all the best to you And uh, to the work that uh, Carazio is doing God bless
14: you Thank you very much Thank Thank you Mm-hmm. Thank
0: you. I'm so glad that we were able to feature that uh, that movement and such wonderful things that are happening in our area. So before we wrap things up for today, let's hear about what's going to be happening in the next program. So let's turn it back over to Aaron at Command Central.
15: All right. Thank you very much, Father. It's been a fun show today. and. Uh, looking forward to Tuesday's show. We've got Father Charles LaCroix and Janine Bitson. In the first hour, we're going to have Monsignor Thomas Richter from the Diocese of Bismarck, and he will share ways that we, the laity, are called to evangelization. Every one of us, not just priests, but every one of us. That's awesome.
5: Especially you, Aaron.
15: Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> then in the second hour, we'll have a straight talk with Father Charles. And in the second hour, we'll have Dr. Glenda Reems. There's some good news coming out of Bismarck. Dr. Glenda Reems will give us a preview of the good news right there in the, the University of Mary. After that, we'll have Nick Powers talking about family business and how we, how he is definitely growing in that with the Canadian Honker. And we'll wrap up the hour with Dr. Deb McMenamin on the ways of evangelization in the streets of St Paul all that good news coming up on Tuesday morning 9 to 11 central right back to you guys
0: Thank you very much, Aaron, and uh, we would be remiss in just these few seconds that we have left if we didn't mention Memorial Day weekend coming up, and just to encourage you to please uh, make a visit to your local cemetery, to adorn the graves of your loved ones, to pray for the repose of the the souls of all the faithful departed, especially those who um, were engaged in our armed services in the United States. And please support your local cemetery. Absolutely. They They rely on that support. So thank you very much, everyone, for joining us, and until next time, Father, Jason Leffer here with Father James Gross uh,
4: wishing Real you all Presence the best Live on the RPR network Real Presence Live brings you local hosts and guests every Tuesday Wednesday clear. and Thursday morning from 9 to 11 central hear the encore of the Tuesday show on Saturday from 6 to 8 a.m. central the encore of the Wednesday show from 8 to 10 and the encore of the Thursday show from 10 to noon get the podcast any time of day or night at your Catholic radio or on the Real Presence radio app And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through our Facebook page, Real Presence Live.